You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 16. And with so many of the diet fads out there today, paleo and keto, a patient of mine brought the idea up to me of this new one that she's trying, and it's called calorie restriction. And she was talking to me about how it was helping in the anti-aging process, so she was reading. So I thought it would be a great episode to bring up here. So today's topic is, can lowering calorie intake stall your aging process? So let's find out. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. And today, we're talking about a very interesting topic. You know, there's been so much talk out there recently over the past year, year and a half about paleo. And now the big thing is keto. So I had this patient that came in the other day and she was talking to me about this new thing that she's tried and, or that she's trying, I should say, and it's called lowering caloric intake. So it's lowering your caloric diet. Hmm. So I thought, okay, it's kind of interesting. So I had her tell me a little bit about it. And of course, because I'm really curious, I have to go do all my research. So I thought since she was talking to me about it and there's this big fad of new quote unquote diets out there, or I like to call them nutritional programs, I thought that I would come on the podcast today and talk to you about can lowering your calorie intake stall the aging process? Because she was talking to me about this, about lowering your calories and how it helps with aging and all this other kind of stuff. And I thought it was kind of interesting. So I said, oh, okay. So let me go do some research. So I know, ladies, that many of us, we want to live a long and healthy life. I know I do. There's many things I still need to do. I want to see my grandkids grow up, you know, when my daughter has some grandkids and my son. So I've got a lot of life left in me. So I want to be healthy as I get older. And we want to all stall the aging process and maintain our youthful appearance and feel young even as our age may increase, right? I mean, I don't know about you ladies, but I don't feel my age. There's some days that I feel like 16 and I can just jump chipperism as ever out of my bed. And there's other days that I feel like I'm 80 when my joints hurt and I'm just not feeling it. So I don't think that what your age is tells a whole lot about your health um, or how you feel, because I think that's a day-to-day thing. But this quest for the fountain of youth has been highlighted in movies and in books. And in the United States alone, the desire to maintain youth and stall aging is a multi-billion dollar industry 
with face creams, plastic surgery, and various fads and gimmicks that have people pulling money from their wallets without even hesitating. Am I right now? I mean, come on, ladies. Let's be truthful. If I went to your house and I looked in your makeup drawer or where you keep all of your cold creams or your face creams, I'd probably find a lot of these products in your drawers because I know that they're in mine. I test out a lot of different things because I like to bring research to people and I like to try them out. But I'm always looking for the next best anti-wrinkle cream or take away a couple of the bags under my eyes or work on my neck cream. So I'm right there with them. But one of the topics that has become has become very interesting lately is in, within the category of anti-aging and this calorie restriction and how it may stall the aging process. So there's been decades of research that involve lab rats and it has suggested that by restricting calorie intake, it can increase the life expectancies of these animals by at least 40%. These rodents, <clears throat> excuse me, which are fed 30% less calories daily were observed to have lived longer than any other animals that were fed to their satisfaction level. But the question is, is eating fewer calories enough to delay the aging process in us? Is the so-called fountain of youth right in front of us and we don't even know it? Well, let's read on. Ever heard of how red wine can help you live longer, like they tell you a glass a night? One of the reasons why drinking a glass of red wine nightly is considered beneficial, ladies, is because it contains resveratrol. And resveratrol is a chemical that stimulates the production of sirtuins. And sirtuins are a class of protein which are believed to slow down the aging process, and their production has been closely linked to low-calorie nutrition plans. Researchers suggest that reducing your calorie intake affects the behavior of over 900 genes. And since I was talking about keto, when you restrict carbohydrates in particular, it has shown to affect a larger number of genes, one that is linked to learning, memory formation, and aging. So restricting your carbs may be good. I don't necessarily believe in the keto 100%. Because to me, the keto is like just a newer version of Atkins, and I don't necessarily believe in um, ketosis for a lot of different health reasons, but there is some truth to some of the madness. High caloric intake technically leads to a higher metabolic rate, or the amount of energy which the body utilizes in order to perform normal bodily functions. According to a new study that was published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism, those with higher metabolic rates are more susceptible to early death as a result of natural causes as compared to those with lower metabolic rates. Higher metabolic rates have also been associated with increased production of free radicals, and we've talked about these free radicals before, which are known to accelerate the aging process and to cause serious damage to major organs, and these free radicals lead to inflammation. Okay, so if you want to have what I want to try to say. I'm trying to say so it can make sense to y'all. If you are going to, you know, not increase your energy, meaning you're not going to increase your exercise, then as we get older, you need to cut back on your calories. But this is also true, ladies, for the majority of Americans. I mean, if you look at, you know, Americans in the United States alone, the obesity rate is phenomenal. And part of the reason is because, like I said in one of our earlier podcasts, just two podcasts ago, you know, a majority of us are leading sedentary lives, okay? We 
sit in our cars, we drive to the job, we sit at the job, we drive home, we sit in our car, we come home, we sit, we eat, we sit on the sofa, and we watch TV. Majority of Americans are not even doing you know, um, any type of exercise on a regular routine basis, but yet the amount that they're eating is the same. So you're taking in way more than what you're expending out, and that doesn't equal to anything except causing you to become obese and have more fat on your body. So if you're not going to exercise a lot, then you need to cut back your calories to substantiate that loss. If you are exercising more and you are more physically active, then you can eat more because your metabolic rate is going to be right up there and it's going to burn those calories. Okay. Interesting as well, low calorie nutrition plans have shown to decrease the production of the thyroid hormone T3. This hormone is responsible for most of the of the physiological processes happening within our bodies, including body temperature regulation, metabolism, and growth and development. Therefore, it makes sense that lower T3 levels can affect the aging process, although in my research that I've been doing up to date to get to this podcast, there still needs to be a lot more evidence-based research to kind of say if this is really true or not. We are all aware, ladies, that nutrition and diet plays a big role in the development of chronic diseases. We've talked about this time and time again on the podcast, such as diabetes and heart attacks. With these conditions present, it will be challenging to maintain optimal health and prolonged life, right? So if you've got some of these things going on, it is imperative that you look at your nutritional plan as well as your exercise plan, as well as your overall lifestyle. Is your lifestyle leading you to chronic disease? That may be on your shoulders that you may need to change some of those things. So first let's talk about obesity, like what I was just talking about earlier. We have way too much of it in the United States. And again, it's not a problem of a nutrition, it's not a problem of a nutrition, you know, deficit. It's a problem of a nutritional deficit because the majority of food that people eat has no nutritional value. And a lot of the foods that are out there are highly addictive because they're laden with so much sugar that plays on your chemical dependency component in your brain that it just leads you to want to eat more. So if you want to combat some of that, you need to, like I just said, you need to exercise more or do more physical activity to balance out the calories that you're taking in. And although, like I said, I'm not really a proponent of the keto or any one specific type of nutrition plan out there, I do love and support the um, intermittent fasting. And we're going to have a whole podcast episode on that. I really do believe that giving your body a chance to rest for part of the day and have this intermittent fasting thing can really be one of the big um, puzzle pieces that we've been missing in helping both losing weight and in helping increase our health overall. And I've done um, intermittent fasting a lot and I really love it. Okay. Um, Second, it has to do something with your food choices. With high caloric intake, it's more likely that you're not watching what you eat, right? Therefore, common sense should be observed when selecting your foods. Pick foods that can keep you full longer and those that are packed with nutrients but not calories. Nutrient density is a term used to describe food that has the highest amount of nutrients calorie for calorie. So here's an example. While a piece of apple pie may have close to the same calories as a chicken breast, they are not equal because the chicken breast will provide you with more important nutrients while the apple pie will not. Okay, so calorie for calorie, they probably have the same amount of calories, 
but you're getting more bang for your buck nutrition wise when you eat the piece of chicken. And obviously I'm sure you know that than if you ate a piece of apple pie, it's not to say ladies that you can't have a piece of apple pie every now and then it's just saying, don't make that apple pie, you know, a staple in every single day of your meals. Okay. So the bottom line is your calorie intake may or may not have a direct effect on the aging process. It's a complex web involving lots of factors, which when combined can improve longevity. While calorie restriction research has spanned more than 80 years in animals, like I said earlier, the research on humans is still quite limited as I was out there digging through a lot of the journals and trying to find some articles on this to back up this episode. So more evidence is needed to back up these claims regarding the link between a low calorie diet and aging. The good news with this theory is that you've got nothing to lose by lowering your calorie intake in a healthy manner as it is fitting to your daily activity levels. Use an online calorie counter to figure out how many calories you should be eating to either maintain or lose weight. This number will be based on your age, weight, and activity levels. Use this number to make sure and stick within your limits and keep in mind that the more active you are, the more you can still eat and still lose or maintain your ideal weight. When you become conscious, ladies, of what you eat, you can maintain a healthy weight and prevent the development of chronic diseases long-term. The part where aging is slowed may just need to be an added bonus. So there you have it. Restricting calories is going to help you overall, but the research is still out as to whether it's going to really help in the anti-aging department. But I still think it's good to eat within your limits, know your activity levels, and eat for that. So I hope you got some helpful tips today. And again, I hope you have a blessed week, and we'll talk to you next week. So bye for now.